This shit's chess. This ain't checkers. You know I'm surgical with this bitch. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. And you want to know why, y'all? Because I won. I won. I don't even need you to guess that. I know you're going to get it. That didn't even matter, right? We did a quiz, right? Because we didn't actually have a special guest this episode. So we did a quiz. Best out of 22 quotes. You want to know who won? It was technical difficulties. This girl, we ha- we both had the same technical difficulties. We both got an extra three points, and I still blasted your ass. 20 out of 22. Three. 17 out of 22. I won. 20 is higher than 17, my boy. Okay. 20 is higher than 17, my boy. Surgical with this shit. Surgical. Uh, all right. I'll give you that. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 65. So I'm not going to try to say it in Spanish. Okay. But yeah, what's up? How you doing? It is the fall season. Spice or spice. Pumpkin spice. Spice episode. I don't understand what you're trying to do here. Spice season? What is it? Why is that the season? Spice. Oh, like pumpkin spice and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm not gonna. You ain't gonna knock it. Yeah. So, what's <laughs> going on? Um, let me guess your love though. Go ahead. Hocus pocus. I mean, it's in it's in a, it's in a vicinity. That movie was overrated. We're not doing this. So, my <laughs> loving on as we close out season three is Halloween. Period. Oh, right. Halloween. Uh, and in the spirit of Halloween, you know, there is Halloween Town, there's Hocus Pocus, there's the whole back and forth of the marathons that they used to play when we were kids. I found out something that I didn't know about Drew, which is that Drew watched the TBS marathon. He did not watch the Disney marathon. So he has no idea what the fuck Hocus Pocus was. The first one or the second one that just came out. He didn't know about Halloween Town either of them what he knew about was that tim burton shit now i'm not gonna call this shit because those are also classic movies but you can't just watch one marathon sir you're supposed to watch tbs i wasn't big and you're supposed to and click i mean you watch the tim burton ones i mean they was uh i mean those are not words (laughs) (laughs) those are not words those are the cartoons so who didn't watch cartoons I mean, Hocus I guess. Pocus. That I shit, mean, I guess. But Drew will watch the, that. The, 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 the that moral of the story. Sense. The moral of the story is that Drew had never seen Hocus Pocus until this week, y'all. And the only reason he saw it is because I was finna watch Hocus Pocus with my child. Because as y'all know, she's gonna know the classics. Period. We were gonna watch Hocus Pocus too, and then this motherfucker came out of left field talking about, "Oh, I never saw the first one." I was like, "What? What?" What? Um, After I got over it, you know, which took a few minutes, I set it up on the tube on the television mm-hmm. and we, we watched it. And you talking shit though, because your eyes were glued to that TV. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Fuck out of here. Your eyes were glued to that TV. Okay. Maybe not for the second one. The no. second one was the second one is pure nostalgia. I did cry. Really? Because of this, yeah, 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 I did. I'm fine. I'm fine with saying that. Really? Because of the nostalgia. I did definitely cry. Um, but it's definitely, definitely not even touching the original at all. It's cute. It's nice that they did it, um, but it's not touching the original. I mean, no one thought it would, but yeah, no, you, your eyes were glued to the TV. Stop it. 
Stop! Just stop! Stop playing! Stop playing! Stop playing! Whatever. It was okay. Stop it playing! It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a um like a Toy Story. Oh my gosh! Nobody gonna remember a movie like that. Oh, whatever, sir. You gonna say it's on the same level as Toy Story? Yeah. What? Get get the body. Yeah. Really? I, I I just did. A lot of people didn't watch that movie. Who's a lot of people? We can survey, and you will be in the minority. I promise you. I know a lot of people who didn't watch that movie. Minority, promise you. Okay. All right. We could take a <laughs> poll on that. After. We will. We will. We absolutely will. That's cool. But yeah, my loving on this Halloween in general, I do want to do um, Fright Fest. We have yet to do Fright Fest. I want to do that. Um, I, I want to do a few things for Halloween. Yeah, Judge, yeah. we got to figure out what our costumes are um, as a family, all that good stuff. But what's your loving on? Okay, my loving on for this week is beard care. Oh my god, this um, motherfucker! You see, like when I'm when I'm doing something, I'm like consistent at it. Are you? Yes. Are you? So Tiff, you know, uh, I, I'm starting to get some of my products in the mail, and you know, this Tiff got the a package hater, every other day. Tiff is the hater. What's this? Oh, it's my conditioner for my beard. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, because she's all all about like skincare, and she's getting on me because you know I have a few. I had a few like uh, pimples or like um, what is it? What was the other thing you was getting on? Pock marks. Yeah, and that's cool. I didn't even know that they were called that. You know, wait, wait, side mark. Wow. I didn't even know that they were called and that. Those, wait, until we, wait, wait, no, no. Until we, until we made your, your play in 2K. <laughs> Fuck you. We made your play in 2K and it Fuck said you. Pockmarks. I was like, oh shit, that's what they call <laughs> Why are you laughing, Yara? <laughs> first of all, first of all, that, that's not my fault. I never said that. That's not my fault. Was. So my skin would have been like flawless if <laughs> my mother would have stopped me from scratching my chicken pox. <laughs> I had a lot. That be blaming their hair on the perm that they got when they was four. I had a lot of chicken pox, so. Oh my um, gosh! I did too, and I scratched the shit out of mine. What you talking about? Yeah, but you can see one like I got like a like the Bermuda Triangle and shit. Not the. They fucking connect. You know. Okay. But it's all good. You know, all I need is the um, recommendation from uh, the dermatologist. Dermatologist. Okay. And voila, I'm back in the game. Wow. Um, <laughs> I just like... found out that my skin is um, connected <laughs> to a sur- survey. <laughs> Nigga, what are you talking about? What? The lotion. Oh my gosh. It's, it's from my skin. I have oily skin. What? Oh, you just found out your skin type? Yeah. You didn't help me. Yeah, right. You had That's me wearing all kind of lotions. I didn't have you wearing shit. I told you to stop using my shit because I have combinations. You supposed to help me out. I tried. You're you supposed listen. to have glowing skin. But right. you're the one that, oh, I got to make sure my skin is good. You don't don't touch my shit. Don't, don't touch listen. my lotion. You're, you're don't touch right. my, my facial wash. Don't touch. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you, right. You hid the freaking uh the wash from me. I had all, I had all my shit, yes, because you're heavy handed <laughs> and you don't listen any fucking way. You start doing things for a week and then you don't do it again. I've been trying to tell you about your hair care, your skincare, all of that, and all the things I tell you to stop using, you end up using it again in a month. So well, fuck yeah, I found fuck yeah. I just got my bear conditioner, I got my derma roller. Um 
that's actually good for you guys that's you know trying to expand your beard and stuff. what is this voice that you just put on exactly like you'll see the transformation i'll update you guys weekly on uh well not weekly but i'm about to say on instagram the finale. You know, what the hell? if you're following me on instagram you'll see like my transformation after the <laughs> i'm not gonna shave Bro, um, when I go to the barbershop, I'll just have them, you know, um, do the fade. On, what all of these hand movements that you're and doing? Oh my gosh. Then you'll see, like, we'll see how patience and consistency play a part. And discipline, yes. Discipline and actually washing your beard. Yeah. Because I didn't know that you're not supposed to wash it with, like, regular uh, shampoo, like the shampoo that. Yeah, that's know, stripping. What? See, I've told him all things these things. I didn't know. I had to research. Okay. Okay. All right. Not saying you didn't help me, baby. Okay. Not saying you didn't help all me. Because right. you gave me the gems, right? Okay. You gave me a few gems mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. But when it comes to a beard, you can't give me gems on that. Okay. Because you don't have a beard. You, you know. Okay. Not supposed to have a beard. Uh- <laughs> that would be, be weird. All right. But. You know, if you guys are interested, I could send you some links. You're doing a lot of, you're doing and... a lot of hand movements, <laughs> just a lot of them. And I could just show you uh, tips on how to keep your bed healthy. You're giving very much Papa's pulpit right now. Yeah. Very much. So that's um, my loving on. Okay. This week. I'm happy for you. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> for this uh, season finale episode, we actually wanted to talk about a topic that we've had on the board for a while um, and just got sidetracked a few times because, you know, end of the season, we really got a little bit more deep with y'all, a little bit more vulnerable. Um, but we figured this is the perfect closeout of the season uh, to really talk about surviving seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's across your relationships, platonic, familial, um, romantic, uh, because we are shifting in physical seasons, but I think that there does need to be a larger conversation about how you sustain um, and continue to show up in relationships, uh, in the relationships that are important in your life, right? Um, one quote that stood out to me that I've had on the board for a while is, relationships are mutual and need to be continually agreed upon by both parties. So you know how people always talk about you wake up and you choose every day that mm-hmm. person right and they again mostly are talking romantic in that in that example but i'm saying across the board same thing applies for friendships right where you're waking up and you're making a conscious decision hey i still want you in my life i still want to be in your life how do we make that happen right right um and there was a segment on i think it was anthony o'neill's podcast where he was talking about specific to like vows and marriage how People sign up and they say better or worse, but they never really have true commitment in their head of what that looks like. I mean, obviously you can't tell the future, um, Mm -hmm. but people don't really anticipate changing and shifting and dying. Like the little aspects of themselves, those 100 deaths that they talk about, Mm -hmm. dying and and waking up to another person, et cetera. um, And they don't really anticipate what that looks like in a relationship whether it be a marriage or friendship, familial, all that stuff, right? Um, they're anticipating who they are right now. Um, so I wanted to sit down and have a conversation about that. Okay. Have you 
intentionally thought about like the ways that your friendships are changing and have you been having those types of conversations either by yourself or with your friends um, about what your friendships are shifting or changing or transforming into? Yeah. Especially when it comes to like phases I mean, and stages yeah, in life, like, like children and marriage and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like that shifts, definitely that like marriage, marriage change friendships. And it's basically depending on like your friendship, your friendship with Ooh. the person, if they're mature enough to understand, like, um, like you are going to change, mm-hmm. like everybody's going to change. Nobody stays the same. Like, but they just got to know, like, you're not going to like, just abandon them. Yeah. Abandon the friendship, but you are going to have more, um, responsibilities. responsibilities. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be available like you was when you wasn't married. Yeah, you can't just pick up and go. Yeah, you can't just uh, hit me up and be like, yo, what you doing Friday? And it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got to let me know a week in advance, at least. Yeah. Um, same with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, with kids, it's, 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 it's more responsibilities because they could get sick. You could plan something a week in advance, but they could get sick the day before you're supposed to go out and you have to cancel. So it's like they got to understand that some certain certain times it's like we're not going to be able to chill, but that doesn't mean like we can't reschedule or you or know. work around it. Yeah. yeah. But have you had intentional conversations about how you need to show up or or would want to be shown up for in transition? like in transitional stages of your relationships, like friendships as well? Like, have you guys had that conversation? Like, these are these are my boundaries now. This is what I need. Are, no. are you guys having those conversations? No, I think they just come up, like, when the when an situation event, happens. The situation yeah, like, okay. if somebody be like, yo, I'm in the city, like, pull up. I'm like, bro, you know, Mary can't do that shit. <laughs> like, you know few people in the chat said that like you know Raheem like yo you know I can't be uh you, you can't be doing on last minute shit no more we got to plan in advance you know because a lot of people responsibilities are growing yeah for everybody not just people with kids for everybody like people are getting more bills that part or uh, even like it doesn't even have to be kids it, it can just be like workplace stuff yeah like, like yeah, going position, for a new p- promotion yeah, studying for a particular certification like there's so many yeah, things yeah, like as we grow up that just have more like significance when it comes to us using the currency of time yeah like we were just talking about like the chat we were just talking about like yo we dead ass getting older like we are it's 30 crazy. something. This is fucking wild. Yeah, it's crazy because you're like, you kind of, you thought about yourself getting older, but you didn't really actually see yourself at 30 or, you know, mid 30s. Yeah. And you still kind of, the crazy and thing is like, you still kind of don't. It's all in relation to what's happening outside of you because I still don't feel 30-ish. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what the reference or what, what reference I had was, mm-hmm. but- I still feel like a fucking again. I'm I, I'm a adult to the day I motherfucking die, right? Like I'm really seeing my age in relation to like Yara or like Kamora or like the kids around us growing up because all of us 
<laughs> you know, all of us look pretty much the same. <laughs> you know, all of us look pretty much the same. But like the world around us mm-hmm. and us seeing the generations that came after us growing is really what makes you realize, damn, time is really flying the fuck by. Yeah, like shit. Yeah, you look at it from high school too. Like it's like what ten plus years? It no more than that. Yeah, and it was exactly because like yeah, high school was not t- exactly. Te- I was. High I remember was thinking about like years. a year College going was by. 10 plus, 10 yeah, years. I was thinking about like a year going by after high school. Now it's like nah. fucking mad years and shit. But yeah, we we do talk about it. But like I said, it's when the situation occurs, that's when we really uh, dive into it. We don't like voluntarily talk about like, yeah, you know, these are my boundaries because that's not how we communicate. Gotcha. It's when the situation occurs. Other than um, other than like the advance notice, Mm -hmm. because that seems like a big thing for you. Are there any other things? that you can consciously think of that you need now in these transitional stages of your relationships, ours included. Like, are, are when you think and you kind of sit down and think about, okay, well, this is also what I need as we kind of shift into a new era of our relationship, as you shift into a new era of your friendships. Like, mm-hmm. have you thought about some of the other things that you need to check off for yourself in order to full, like feel supported, I guess? Um. Well, yeah, like the with the whole drinking, mm-hmm. like that could be something that I view as something I need to be like heavily supported in. Like if I go out with you, you know, like boom, like yo, Drew's not drinking. Yeah, like don't don't, don't even ask. Yeah, and and it's okay if you get caught up in the moment. Yeah, because we tend to do that when we're having fun. But you know, just try to catch yourself and be like, you know. Oh, yeah, like, fuck, yeah. You know, because just like when we went out, like, you know, he was like, yeah, do push-ups instead. Yeah, yeah, We're playing a drinking (laughs) game, like, nigga, do some (laughs) push-ups. Exactly. Like, yeah, fuck a shot, do some push-ups. Exactly, and it doesn't have to, And it's like, like, it's fun, yeah, Yeah. it's fun, and it's something different, you know, and everybody's having a good time and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something that I would want everybody to know, like, just support me in that in that um area when it comes to drinking and stuff. Like we don't even have to we could be in the house, we mm-hmm. could be in the bar. Um, but so far so good. Everybody's respecting okay. you know the boundary. Everybody's like, Yeah, yeah, oh that's what's up, you know. And it depends on your friendships. That part. Yeah. If if it was a friendship just foundationed on y'all going out yeah, and then getting drinks all the time and there was really yeah, no it wouldn't context. Last, yeah. 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 So I think everybody's on the ball with this. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You? Um I would I second what you mentioned in terms of for sure like the advance notice and just knowing that I can't pick up and go like I used to be able to. Like mm-hmm. I I used to fuck with a brunch. Now I need to get a babysitter, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, yeah. and to make sure. Yeah, um, we used to be because that. then we also only have Sundays where both mm-hmm. of us are off. So like usually Sundays are sacred to us. I don't usually give Sundays to anybody else. So yeah. it would have to be a Saturday brunch, and it would have to be 
uh, weekend that your mother's off, right? So there's a lot of coordinating that has to happen yeah. when it comes to things that I have used to, to be I have able to take off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of coordinating that has to happen. Um, where instances before I would just pick up and go. Mm. Um, so it's definitely getting used to that. But then also, I think my favorite word is just grace. Right mm-hmm. across the board for everyone involved, not just necessarily me, but I think as we're all shifting and coming into our own in, in different ways, facing different you know transitions in our lives together and independently, just giving grace, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a big thing for me because there's no telling like what someone else is going through, even if you know them like the back of your fucking hand. Like you might come into the house and I might know that you're off. Mm-hmm. I won't know why you're off, right? So at that point, I might have also had a bad day, right. and I'm like, "Well, fuck that," you know. Or I can be like, "Nah, like I'm recognizing right away. Let me just clue in." And even though I also need to be supported, it doesn't have to be a competition of struggle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I can just give grace and you know get that reciprocation when I get that reciprocation. Yeah, and I think the true. same thing exists in friendship too, where it's like, don't assume that, don't assume that I'm not thinking of you. I don't assume that anyone's not thinking of me, but I also don't assume that anyone centers me in mm. whatever they're going through. I think that's something that I learned in therapy with like the whole conversation around boundaries is like, there is definitely a entitlement or obligation that exists in all of your relationships, I think most people only talk about it as it relates to, oh, well, you know, uh, monogamy and fidelity and all those other things. But there's so many other entitlements and obligations that exist in a, fr- in a friendship and a relationship that mm-hmm. I don't think gets talked about until a situation arises where you have to talk about it. True. So I think just giving grace, really, um, and I'm learning to give it to myself, too, mm-hmm. um, and just being graceful as I'm changing, as other people are changing, as people are going through their things, I'm going through my things. I'm just figuring the fuck out. Yeah, that works. That works. Grace is a big part of um like growth and and um like making sure that you have that boundary where people know to give you your your time and like appreciate the friendship at the same yeah. time. Yeah. It's like not assuming the worst. Yeah. Because it's very easy to get caught up in your own shit. And it's very easy to stand in your own way and assume that the worst is happening. Yeah, yeah. Like I really, used to do. Like, you, you, I mean, you still kind of do I mean, that sometimes. Yeah. So you still, I, I have to send to you sometimes. And I'd it's be like, it's like with it's areas. It's like you can be good at this area, but yeah. you could be lacking at this area. Yeah. So it's exactly. just like you have to just balance it out and make sure you're, you're attentive um, in both areas. Like with me, it's like I'm, I'm good with Grace when it comes to like making sure, um, you know, like regular shit, like taking out the trash, making sure I'm doing things where you don't have to, you know, get up and stuff like physically. Mm-hmm. But like on the other side of it, like making sure, like say if you're like um, had a long day at work, mm-hmm. like you have to tell me, like verbally tell me like, yeah, you know, I need to have like an hour break. Can mm-hmm. you, can you like 
you know, do whatever you got to do with Yara and stuff like that. Like, you have to tell me because I'll be like, oh, like, she looks fine. Like, you know, but that's every day with you. So it's not like, you know, you have to tell me physically, but I'm trying to get better. You know what's crazy, though? That even your mention of that, like, that was one of the points that, because I I started to um, think about some of the tips, I guess, or hacks um, that help or have helped me when it comes to, like, transitioning Mm -hmm. through seasons and changes. And one of the things is not assuming everything is understood. Yeah. You know, like, because, again, one day, uh, one bad day for somebody can be a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And to your point, if you come home and I'm overwhelmed, but I don't communicate that I'm overwhelmed, then that's a vastly different conversation than if I'm like, yo, which is what I usually do. Not, it was a long day. Just know, just know uh, when you get in this house, I'm a need, I'm a need about an hour. Like, what is it? Uh, what is it? I'm sensory overload. Like I need, I need an hour away from all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that from jump once you walk in the house, yeah. right? But it would be a vastly different conversation if it's like, oh no, he should know. Sure. He should know that I'm overwhelmed because why? How couldn't I be? Yeah, you know. So I think that's a big part too. It's like not assuming that everything is understood because everyone has off days. Even if I do understand you, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. There might be that one day where you really needed me to get it, and I just was off. Mm-hmm. And that again, that goes for friendships too. That's sure. That's not making you a, like a mind reader, but sometimes you gotta like read. Yeah. The person you with. Practice some self awareness. Yeah, because sometimes they're too fatigued to even say anything. Mm-hmm. To even express how they feel, they just need you to like get it in the moment, and then y'all could talk about it after. Exactly. The person refreshes and stuff because that's what that's when the conflict happens like when the other person feels like yo i'm tired too mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. ain't here sitting looking at me and seeing how i feel but again it's like about seeing weighing the situation and knowing that like yo i could get my time later let me let this person rest and then we can compromise and stuff exactly so. exactly what are some of your hacks for surviving seasons or shifts? A big part of it is, of the shifting part, is that um, knowing that people are going to change. Mm, I like that one. That's mm. so simple, but so like Yeah, but you, you can't really anticipate change when you're so close to somebody. Like, you'd be like, you could be close to the T. Like, mm-hmm. this could be your brother or your father mm-hmm. or your, your sister, you know, but you, you can't like anticipate when somebody's going to change. It just happens when or what the change will be. Yeah. Because I had friendships where it was like, yo, guess what? I'm getting married. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. You, you sure you ready for this? Drew? You sure this is what you want to do? Yeah. And at that point, not, you know, not knowing that's like, uh, you know, reaction was like yeah nigga i'm sure <laughs> but now looking back at it is like nigga i expect you to be happy just be happy you know mm-hmm. not question it 
and keep questioning it. I mean, that also depends on the type of relationship that you have, right? So, like, if you have a relationship that's well-rounded with that particular friend where they can challenge you and you know that they're not just going to sugarcoat and, and fucking dap you up, they're going to ask you serious questions, and that's different. I mean, um, yeah. But I agree, not doing it, like, cons- con- consistently. Yeah, especially if you know the type of person I'm with. You know, it's not you like know, it was a year. Motherfucking, oh, motherfucking up. trophy, y'all. <laughs> oh, shut up. But yeah, it's just like you gotta, you gotta give um, time to like really appreciate the change because change is not bad all the it's time. It's not. You it's know, not. Change is good. Change Everybody's is supposed to change. Mm-hmm. If you stay the same, that means you you haven't learned anything. You haven't grasped. You know the 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 experience of life you haven't put shit into like perspective perspective yeah you're just going about life just just being present that's it yeah you're not really gaining anything from life experience you know so we should change just like a butterfly don't stay (laughs) they don't stay uh in a cocoon it does not metamorphosis right? thing, y'all. It blossoms. Nice. <laughs> it blossoms. No, I like I like what you said about that because I think that there's really no way to anticipate. I mean, other than like the the regular shifts, right? Like people get married, things change a little bit. You have a kid, that's a very obvious change. Like whether you anticipate it or not, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Or right? even moving. Like, or even exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or even yeah. moving, like getting a new job. All of those more yeah. obvious things. Um, but then even then, like you don't really anticipate what that change will be, like how people will receive that change. Um, but will they be fully present in that yeah, change? But, will they resist the change? Like you don't really but know. The thing, yeah, but what when it comes to moving, because mm-hmm. that's like it, it, it varies. Like when it comes to like if somebody's going to be in your life long enough, you know. That's why when my father used to say, "You're probably going to have two Friends. Why is this? That's always the number. Mommy said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, because she it's like, so we said two. It's like as you get older, it's more challenges. Absolutely. And people don't want to. Most people don't want to face those Adjust. challenges. Yep, they don't want to adapt. They to feel it. like I have shit going on too. So, what makes you special, or what makes the friendship even worth like mm-hmm. worth going through, or or the, like uh, yeah, adapting. getting extra. You know, like just. Put an extra time to chill with you or just to talk on the phone with you, not even just to come see you in person, just to like chat on the phone with you for an hour or 30 minutes. They're like, it'll, it'll drift away. Mm-hmm. And then as it drifts away, your friendship dies. Yeah. Remember when I said watering the plant? Yep. Doing the work. Yeah. So even if you live in LA yep. or, or Houston or whatever, you still can make time to like be like, yeah, you know, let me schedule like a day or find out his schedule or her schedule mm-hmm. and we could figure something out because there's always ways to figure shit out like if you want to see somebody or or talk to them exactly there's always ways around it it's just both of y'all gotta be on the same page and be like is it worth you know reaching out i think that's the part i think yeah. the worth is what comes into to play because i think especially as it relates to friendships People don't generally have like preliminary conversations. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that that's normal. Like that people are not sitting down and having 
like deep ass, robust conversations, and especially not with long-term friendships. Like you met somebody in elementary school and high school or even college, like, and you vibe and y'all had similarities. That was enough for y'all to hang out. And then the proximity and frequency is what created the friendship, mm-hmm. you know, but y'all never talked about y'all conflict resolution styles y'all never talked about y'all stress management y'all time management those are not conversations that you have and then when life happens you have to start having those conversations yeah life because that's the only way to keep that shit yeah because when you're younger uh those things doesn't matter they don't matter what matter to you at that age most of the time is how long you knew known the person Mm -hmm. so you could say yo i know the person i know this guy since middle school yep but you haven't yet gone through like real life shit. Yep. Like kids, marriage, real friendships and shit like that. They're not getting tested yeah. until like I say after high school mm-hmm. or even after college. Definitely you say. after college. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll really see like when you get into the real work, uh, work life and and uh, world, you'll see like oh shit, like you know I really don't have time. For fake shit, fake friendships. I really um, got to... And see, that's the thing. It might even... The crazy thing is it it might not even be fake. You might just be incompatible. Well, yeah, not fake. And, and just... you don't even... Again, because who you were at 17 and who you are at 27 should be different. I mean, the core of who you are, probably not. But like, again, life happening to you and things shifting and hopefully you go into therapy and all those other things. Like... You're not going to be the same person. So, like, what made sense to you at 17 doesn't necessarily make sense to you at 27. What was significant to you at 17, damn sure is probably not what's significant to you at 27. So, Mm -hmm. like, your values, your, like, your boundaries, what you actually give a fuck about has changed. Yeah. Right? You used to give a fuck about going to brunch every fucking weekend. Now mm-hmm. you give a fuck about your 401k, you know, and like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, are those relationships shifting yeah. in accordance to both of you growing? Mm-hmm. Hopefully both of you are growing. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. That's One person's true. stagnant, the other person's growing. Then obviously there's going to be some resentment there, you know? So like, are you guys adapting? Are you guys watering? Are you doing the work as life actually fucking continues to happen to you mm-hmm. because we can even use our example right like there's no way fucking 17 18 year old tiff could have anticipated the year that we've had mm-hmm. right especially with you like figuring your things out with alcohol like that's a shift mm-hmm. that's an extreme shift and i could have either i as well as your friends could have either been like, nah, this is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. That's true. This is too much. I can't deal with this. Right. You know? Or the conversations become, fuck, this shit is hard. Can we actively talk about this? Because this is a struggle. I'm not going to lie. I love you, but this is a fucking struggle. Yeah. Especially you know? with you. You you got the... The, the, the shit end of the stick. Yeah, you... Shit. You know, there's no way to have known that that is the change that we would have encountered in 2022. Yeah, that's true. And I, if you would have said like, "Yo, Drew, you, you gonna at the end of the year, towards the end of the year, you're gonna be stop, you're gonna stop drinking," and it's like, "Nigga, what?" 
Exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's just like giving yourself yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except, yeah, exactly. Like receiving yeah. the change that needs to happen for you as well. Yeah. And knowing that, like, because even with the drinking, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't like know the future, you know, saying like, yeah, Jews, like, you know, never in his life going to drink. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that much pressure on myself, but I just know that I'm in control. Yeah, and you're taking now. it a day at a time. Yeah, I'm in control now. That's all I ever wanted, like control over mm-hmm. like all the situations. Yep. So it's just basically controlling life in any aspect, like finance, you know, habits, relationships, you know, just put in, you know, have a control over it and balance. That part, balance. Yeah. That part's important too. Um, I know you were talking about like um control obvious just now, but you mm-hmm. also were speaking about what's worth it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think people can overcomplicate very simple things. Mm-hmm. Right? Like assuming the worst, like we've said. Right. Right. Like someone might be like, oh well. I haven't heard from Drew. You've you ooh ooh you did this a few times, remember? What? Oh yeah. Where yeah. like if you haven't heard from a friend in a very long time, you're like, nah, like fuck that nigga. Like I try reaching out, he ain't give a fuck. And I'm like, nigga, he got three kids and a wife, and he just lost his job last time you spoke to him. Leave that man alone. He will come back to you when he's feeling like himself. And you were like, nah, but I tried to reach out. Okay, and he saw it. Mm-hmm. And when he's ready to talk to you, he will talk to you. Right? Yeah. And I think like taking yourself out of yourself is very, very important. And picking your battles. Yeah, yeah. Like picking your battles because you really do have to, like that's probably where like the longevity can help and even like the relationship being tested times before, relationships being across the board, right? Is when tasked with assuming the worst in a situation or picking your battles and really being like, oh, well, nah, I'm bugging. Like it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. It's not as deep as I'm making it. Yeah. Like, let like, me take a step back. That's yeah. going to be really important, too, because there's always going to be obstacles. But yeah. which ones are you really going to fucking... Ch- Again, which hill are you going to choose to die on? Yeah, that's true. But it's also, like, on the other side of it, like, when you mentioned, it's like you... I'm not going to say you shouldn't feel like... You, you could feel like that, but just yeah. know that the other person is going through shit, too, and they need grace and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side is that people who don't some some people who don't reach out it may be due to them seeing your growth and seeing your change and being like yo I don't like this version of Drew yeah like let me distance myself without really telling him just kind of like ghosting yeah so I don't have to see because sometimes it's making them feel a certain way about themselves. I mean, you have both of those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, like, I'm not going nowhere. Well, I feel like I'm not going nowhere. So let me let me just excuse Sabotage, myself from yeah. the friendship. Yeah. Or, or you know, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like the okay. whole, let me um, fuck shit up so uh, you have to break up with me. And I don't have to break yeah, up with yeah, you. I, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not the bad guy in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Find something, you know. Damn. Yeah. It's it's life though. It's life. <laughs> life 
though, you know, it's always something. That's what they always say. It's always something that comes up. That's why you can't really be surprised, you know. You can't. You can't. But, like, I think that even goes to one of the other hacks, which was leaving your resentments at the door. Mm -hmm. Period. Like, resentment. I don't think people talk enough about resentment. Um... Because oftentimes it goes unspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might be valid reasons for like the actual ideation of that resentment. Or it might be your own triggers and traumas that you haven't established or dealt with. Like you said, that that friend who's like, oh, well, I'm not where I want to be in my life. So like I resent you a little bit. And instead of me talking to you about how I'm feeling, I am going to self-sabotage. Right. I heard this on another podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was around the way curls. Um, and one of the um hosts, she's this she's like the perpetual single friend, mm-hmm. right? Everyone else has a partner or a child. Um, and seeing their shifts and their life changes, she did feel <laughs> a tinge of jealousy. And again, because the negative connotation of jealousy, she didn't really want to have those conversations because it was like, well, fuck, what kind of friend does it make me that I'm jealous of my friend? Mm-hmm. You know, so like, but she had the conversations, right? And they were dead ass like, "Girl, I, I get it, I understand why you feel that way." But let me tell you, this shit is for the birds, you know. Like, mm-hmm. but you won't even get to that point if you're not comfortable having those hard conversations, right? Um, and instead, you're just allowing the resentments that you have based on your own triggers create negative connotations and negative scenarios that can really just be hashed out. That's true. People don't understand. That comes from like not communicating Mm -hmm. from the jump. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you let shit fester. And then when you can't take it no more, you're like, yo, I fucking hate you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like that teenage tantrum. Yeah. Like, I hate you, mom. Yeah. Like shit that's supposed to have been talked about years ago. Mm-hmm. You just leave it and let it pile up like a fucking bill that you don't want to pay. Like a fucking pus-filled pimple. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, shit comes, comes at you. It's like, boom. Like, fucking explosion. And you're like, fuck, I, I can't stand this person. It's like, no going back. And that's the part. That's the, that's the crazy part, too, because it really gets... It can get so bad that... All of the resentments build and are internalized to a point where even the attempt to have that conversation mm-hmm. becomes another another resentment. Yeah. Like, it's like, just like shooting yourself in the foot because you didn't communicate proactively. You didn't choose your battles. You didn't give grace. All the things that we talked about so far as hacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of assumptions going on. Yeah. You know? Like, Fuck. Shit is crazy. <laughs> are you are you recapping? Mm. You thinking about that one situation? Because that yeah, that conversation. Uh, Tell you stupid. that conversation was a doozy, and it was yeah. very clear. Like you you know when someone's speaking from resentment, like you know. Oh yeah. You know because it's all emotion. Yeah. All emotion, and again, there's nothing wrong with feeling your feelings, y'all. But if your feelings are what are driving you in a conversation, then you really need to be like. Yellow light, like what? Where? 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 Where's my perspective coming from right now? 
And another thing, ooh, this was the gem. I don't mm-hmm. remember where I heard this. Boy. But if you're actively having a disagreement, whether you want to call it a disagreement, argument, whatever the case may be, friendship, relationship, familial, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You really have to stop yourself and ask, is there anything that the other person can say in this conversation that will shift how I'm feeling, how I'm coming off, my perspective, anything? And mm-hmm. if the answer is no, then you really have to analyze why you're having a conversation. Right. Like we like to say, we'll pause. Like if I'm like, oh, this this sounds like a vent. Yeah. Like this is no longer a conversation. You're venting now. Like, is that where we are? Okay, cool. Right? Realizing that and then shifting. Right. Because one person thinking that they're having a conversation for resolution and the other person's like, nah, I need to get this shit off my chest. Mm-hmm. Y'all are having two different conversations. Yeah, that's true. You know, and that's... that happens all the time in friendships and and relationships and family fucking issues, all of that shit. Like really knowing what type of fucking conversation you guys are having. And it shifts during the conversation. It might start off where y'all are trying to make some type of resolution or compromise. Mm -hmm. And then 20 minutes later, some shit popped up and it's like, oh no, I'm venting now. Yeah. I'm venting now. You know, you need to learn how to pivot. Surviving seizing, you got to learn how to pivot, y'all. Yeah, you got to stop and weave. You know? Not bob and weave. You gotta dodge it. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. I mean, dodging the bullet is serious too. It's like, what do you mean by that? It's like when it comes to resentment. Like when people, when you're at that resentment stage, and people say something like you, you really can't like let go. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it, it is best for you to just go your separate ways if mm-hmm. a person says something that you really can't forgive the person for saying or mm-hmm. did or do yeah then That's picking your battles yeah yeah it's just like let me just let me just leave because it's like in the back of my head i'm gonna keep thinking about when the person said that or did that you know how it made me feel where it put me at mentally and it's like even though the person changed it's like yo you i think you're too late mm-hmm for the change. So yeah, it's just probably too late for the change and I think it's time to move on, you know? That's a good one. That's a hack too. No one wanna let go. Because yeah. I don't think people talk boundaries um in relationships or friendships, right? Because I think that there's a lot of unspokenness when mm-hmm. you get to those levels with someone else where like you're really close, um, either familiarly, platonically or romantically. And you feel like, again, with that fucking assumptions or mind reader shit that you don't have to communicate certain things and you still actively have to communicate every fucking step of the way. Hmm. You know, like a boundary might be, oh, well, don't talk to me like this or don't say this word to me or I shut down when you scream. Like all of those things Um, and really knowing based on what we've talked about with boundaries in past episodes is that a soft boundary that you hold? Is that a hard boundary that you hold? Is it firm? Like, what does that mean for you? Because if someone has overstepped your boundaries enough times, regardless of how close they are to you, is mm-hmm. it time for you to be like, actually, I need to move this way? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, still love you, but uh, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, you know? Nice. Um, so that's a big part of it, too. Like, surviving season sometimes means chucking the fucking deuces and being like, yeah, this ain't working for me. Mm-hmm. This ain't working for me no more. And there's no shame in that. No. It's, it's no shame. You just got to tell it how it is. And not worry about, like, 
you know, whatever you're going to get back. It's kind of... What is what do you mean whatever you're going to get back? I mean, you might get back uh some backlash. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like the whole Tia and Corey shit. Well, yeah, I just yeah, I didn't Bruh, know about that. there's something in the water. There's something yeah, in the Tom water Brady. every few months. Yeah. You know. They said she was trying to she divorcing him because he want to go back and play football, is that what they say? Oh shit. That's, I mean, that would, that would be crazy. That would be ridiculous because, girl, he is Tom Brady. He's been playing football for um, a while. Li- literally, his life is football. Uh, you married him when he was Tom Brady, girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Shift sh- Change is hard. Change is fucking hard because, again, like, the whole the whole um, context of it is that you, you never really know. It's so fucking unknown when it's going to happen, what it's going to be, how it will affect you what it'll stir up in you because this change might trigger you. Mm-hmm. There's so many fucking things. And there's so many ways to stand in your own way mm. when those things are happening, but they're not going to stop them from happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like either you use it to kind of go with the tide and shift and adapt and better yourself, or you can just decide to be stuck in your ways um, which inevitably will inhibit any type of growth. Yeah. You know, both within yourself and in whatever like relationship you're manifesting or showing up in. Yeah, that's true. It's it's all about the individual at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You just gotta. I mean, like when you aging, you see the you try to compare. Like, I guess when your parents was at that age. Right? Because I'm like, I were at 31. Okay, yep. my father was doing this. He was working two jobs. Da da da. He had me. You know, now we have a kid mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's also just like getting better. I guess at each generation, yeah. You you tend to see well, you hope that they get better. Yeah, and realize what works and what doesn't yeah, like work. From Yara, she's gonna be like way better than us. Yeah. Like way Light better. Years. She's gonna have all the gems, all the cheat codes yep. to life, you know. Because our parents was probably too busy working. Working probably? was like at the Shit. top tier. There was that was there wasn't the only no tier. mental health. That was the only tier. Working yeah, was the no only mental tier. health uh, concerns. Like nobody talked about it like that. Um, honestly, I think it was more of a like a race thing when it came to mental health. Like people seeking and getting help, mm-hmm. like it wasn't for like the minorities and stuff like that. It was not. It was yeah. a luxury. It wasn't available for us to us like it is now. So we're getting more hip to it now and seeing the importance of it, and we're taking it more seriously now. Yeah. So we can pass that on to our, you know, the next generation. We will yeah. And their life would be not going to say easier, but hopefully better. Well, yeah. They won't yeah. have so much questions. They won't have so much questions like we had. Like, yo, why is it like this? Why are we, you know? So it won't be so much gray areas. For them. There's a, there's definitely, I feel like there's always a luxury component to a lot of these conversations because like you just now insinuated, the the luxury of, of being able to give a fuck about something other than surviving and working and making money. We talked last time about the luxury of vulnerability. And I mean, even to an extent, this conversation, there's a luxury in seasons 
there's a luxury in aging because everyone mm. doesn't get to fucking do it, y'all. Right. Mm, so even shifting true. your perspective there and really realizing like all of these changes, you can feel your feelings about them negative as well as positive. But really, I implore you to like reframe your thinking about what it means to have to experience that shift. Yeah. The luxury of even being able to get to a stage where you're changing, you're growing, you're shifting. And a lot of people, and the don't people get to around get there. you. A lot of reasons. A lot of What's reasons. What's the main reason? I mean, death. I mean, I mean, death. That's certain. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Grim Reaper. That yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, but like, yeah, but even then, when it comes to reaching that age or mm-hmm. age limit, I think it's more of what you've accomplished in life and mm-hmm. what you plan to accomplish. Like, I feel like when you short sell yourself short in life mm-hmm. you tend to not want to live and then that would turn into like you eventually passing away because you're like what's what is there to live for oh you oh yeah not nigga, even just saying were you talking about the metaphorical death yeah. are you talking about the metaphorical death yeah Bruh, and even like the, the other way too like even when you have kids you tend studies shown that People who have kids tend to live long because they find something to live for mm-hmm. in terms of living to see their kids grow. Mm-hmm. So they try to take better care of themselves. Oh, we dropping all That's why I'm trying to say. All of these motherfucking black gems men, for black y'all, women, man. Check yourselves the every fuck out. six months. Make sure y'all check in your colons. Make sure y'all check in your prostate. Everything. All the things. Your blood pressure because, that yo. Word, cholesterol. This shit is real. This shit is real. It really is. And again, luxury. I mean, they didn't really give a fuck about these things back in the day. You know what's crazy? When you started talking about like the metaphorical death, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, spoiler if you haven't watched The Shy, the dude Jabari, is that his name? In The Shy, where like, remember when him and Jason Weaver's character were talking about the future? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I never thought about it. Right. I I wasn't supposed to live past fucking 18. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think about my my goals and dreams like i just want to fucking survive and have a roof over my my head yeah like people you don't know? live they don't live uh they live by the day they don't mm-hmm. live by the years they live like day to day exactly there's a luxury They're like okay i made it through this day i'm glad now let's see what happens next day because you know i might get shot or something or, mm-hmm. or something might happen all of it is luxury that's y'all. why yeah that's why i say when it comes to even working I found out that people are now, or they've been concerned about like retirement, but they don't realize you have to make it to retirement. dead ass. And even after retirement, some people live to two years after retirement, which is sad because mm-hmm. they don't get to enjoy retirement. Yep. Just like um, you know, like everybody know Kobe, he retired, mm-hmm. only spent four years after retirement, then you know he died untimely death you know yeah exactly and that just sucks because like you want to enjoy life after you retire that part because you worked all your life that fucking so it's part. like that shit sucks so don't even just think about like yo i'm trying don't, to yeah don't work. think about it like I'm a means to, to an end and get this pension and think about all that shit because you working to death is going to be a downfall because like yo you're going to have all these heart problems all these other problems with you and you're not gonna those those that money is gonna go towards the medical, mm-hmm. so that shit not even gonna matter at the end of the day. Yep, that shit is gonna pay the medical. So exactly, 
Exactly. But yeah, y'all, shift the perspective of really be intentional about like anticipating that change will happen, like Drew said, and really making it a point if these particular relationships and friendships are important to you, making sure that you're showing up. And sometimes showing up just means asking questions. Like sometimes it really just means like saying, yo. Like you good? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you good? Like what do you need from me? Like um, this change has happened. What do you need from me now? How has this shifted? How how do you need me to show up differently, if at all? Yeah. You know, do yeah. you need me to back away a little bit, back up a little bit? Like having those conversations intentionally and being able to pivot and take yourself out of it, you know, leave again, leave that ego, that entitlement, that resentment, all of that negative shit, just leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. Because the fundamental part of it that I've I've said consistently too is like, if you value these people, if they are your team, your motherfucking roster, they are not against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the moment that you start thinking negatively, the the moment that you start feeling like you can no longer give grace, that's when you really have to check yourself. Yeah. That's when you really have to check yourself and really analyze why you're feeling that way. Yeah, you do. You know, yeah. why you're feeling that way and and then shift again. Maybe like Drew said, that's a precursor to letting go. Maybe that's a precursor to shifting the relationship entirely. Yeah. You know, you never really know until you have those hard conversations. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's what you have to do and choose your time wisely, who you spend time with. Currency. Yeah. You need to put that on a fucking t-shirt. Dead ass though. Time is a currency. Time yeah. is the currency. Not yep. Time is the currency, y'all. And I want to say like one more thing. So I had uh, got this quote. You heavy on your quotes. You you like you like me when Instagram first came out. Yeah. Check you out, man. So I had got this quote from Charlemagne's page. And it said, you know you're growing when you share your feelings openly instead of playing games. Mm. So no longer denying you care, giving people the silent treatment. That's what that, that was your that was your specialty. Oh, definitely. And acting passive aggressive are signs of growth. Mm-hmm. And that was so, from the lady who wrote the boundaries book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's her branding. Yeah. So it's like who 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 benefits from you playing games? Yeah. And playing games includes that mind reading shit, that assumption shit, those the resentment shit, all of the shit that we we've spoken about that just create more complication. Uh, when it literally can just be you having a raw fucking conversation. Mm. And again, the conversation might result in y'all just deciding to go y'all separate ways. That is not necessarily a failure. Right. The conversation is what's necessary. Yeah, yeah. So true. like, who benefits from you playing games? You don't benefit from it. Mm-mm. You don't benefit, benefit from it. And the relationship damn sure doesn't benefit from it. So like, what's the, what's the fucking point? Yep. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, but uh, that's all we had, y'all. That's all we had. We definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, have you, whether intentionally or even just subconsciously, had some of these conversations? 
as you've anticipated shifts and seasons um, in your life and your relationships? Uh, what are some of the questions that you ask yourself? What are some of the ways that you know that those relationships need to shift for you? Etc. 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 You know where to reach us. Oh my goodness! At Gmail mm-hmm. or on Instagram. Instagrams. Oh my goodness! Exactly. And y'all know this is a wrap for season two, three. Season three. My bad. Y'all. <laughs> my this, bad, y'all. You were so hype. I know. This that is season a wrap. two sounds so you for, know. It's, it's like yeah. Season two. Yeah, yeah. This is a wrap. That's how you season... know time is going by fast, bro. Right? Already Seasons season. changing. Seasons season changing. Season three. We will see y'all when we see, see y'all. y'all next season. Peace. <laughs>